Lights, camera, Asia. A look at Asian culture and history through the lens of cinema. Hello and welcome to Lights, Camera, Asia. I'm Jake Chen. This week we'll continue our conversation with Mr. Wood Lin. He is the head of jury at TIDF, or the Taiwan International Documentary Festival. It is the largest and longest-running documentary festival in Taiwan. Last week, Mr. Lin talked about what the award is aiming to achieve, and this week we take this conversation a bit deeper and talk about the jury selection process as well as the increasingly varied formats in which documentary films are made. Staying on the subject of film selection, I've seen uh, I went through the website and I've seen some of the selections from from past years. Yes, um, some of the um, films were certainly very popular. I, you know, I could I could Google them and I could I could see the sort of the awards and accolades that they've received in their respective countries. Um, there are documentary films that you guys have selected that are uh, relatively unknown, mm. um, even from their countries of origin, right? Uh, I remember one of the films was made in South Korea. Mm. It was about how Samsung uh, employees wasn't really treated right. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it clearly an important subject matter, but it has very little sort of press coverage, even even in South Korea. Um, what goes on in the process uh, at TIDF? Like, how do you guys select? How do you guys deem which film is important oh. to, to the audience? Yeah, it's very difficult to answer uh, because we receive uh, more than two thousand films. Every editions, yeah, or uh, around the world. Mm. So we have uh, like fifteen selection members who can help us to watch films. So everyone have to watch like two hundred or three hundred films. Then we wow. have a discussion, yeah, and it's all always take uh, like four five hours to to debate. Then we only have like uh, thirty films. Well. Be the shortlist in the festival. Okay. Yeah. So everybody has. I would say that everybody has different perspective or different concern. Like for me, I would say maybe the point of view from the filmmakers will be the most important. You mean how unique that point of view is? Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean that. Uh, I think good documentary could make audience to rethinking the issue, mm-hmm. or you uh, or to discover the reality. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, one of the this is not so much documentary, but this is a rising question in journalism in general, mm. which is um, like the popular term is fake news, but the the, the 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 sort of the serious definition of it is is highly biased views, right? Fabricated or biased views. Do you find that to be a rising issue among documentaries as well, since more and more personal voices uh, are behind the films? Like, do you find this to be an issue? Mm. I'm not sure, but uh, for me, everything could be documentaries, even the fictions. I mean, I mean, something we imagine is ba- also based on the reality. So, if we think in this way, everything could be considered as a documentary. So, we think even something we cannot see, mm-hmm. but it still exists, how the documentary could show it. Yeah, in cinema way, cinematic way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so in that regard, sort of the line between documentary and fiction is quite blurred. Yeah, yeah, we should. 
in some way we try to smash the border from the fiction and documentaries. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I did read an article on on the website on essay films, which is uh, very hard to define, uh, and that certainly is is something. Um, in terms of uh, focus, you you let's get back to Taiwan for a moment. You talk about uh, you know how Taiwanese documentary filmmakers have been fo- focusing on social issues. I'm sure this has been a trend. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you seeing for the upcoming festival? Like, what are the voices that you're hearing from local filmmakers? Mm, I I don't know, but but because of we we still open for, open for the submission for so entries, far. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not sure now. But uh, for me, I think many I I noticed that many young filmmakers like they they are or under thirty years old, mm-hmm. they concern about the social issues very, very much. Like uh, a young filmmaker called Liao Jianhua, who used a lot of archive footage in 1980s. That means there, are, there were many social movements in Taiwan in that time. He used the archive footage to re-edit the film. Okay. Yeah, and also he have a two uh, main characters who involved the movement very much. So. He combined these two elements. One is the real life of these two characters. One is the archive footage to make us rethinking uh, what the society and history is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very really interesting. Yeah. Um, so for let's say first time visitors, like first time goers to the festival, um, what do you think they can expect when they go to TIDF <laughs> the first time in twenty twenty? Okay. Uh, I think uh, if you are interested in Asian documentary, you can see a lot of Asian films here, because uh, like we say, Japan and Korea and Taiwan, uh, these three countries also uh, have the documentary festival. But uh, if you're thinking about Southeast Asia, it's very very difficult to hold a documentary festival there. So. These films from Southeast Asia they will come to Taiwan, so it's I I think it's like a window that you can see a lot of films here, but in another way because we try to present some experimental films and some uh, documentary in the other form. So you if you come here at the audience you can you can I think it would be very exciting to see lots of different things here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Experimentation and variety is sort of that's the theme of of the festival. Yeah. Okay. And we have a core spirit of the festival we call reencounter reality. Reencounter so, reality. Yeah. So you come to when you go to the cinema, I think the festival will uh, the the films will tell you something maybe you have never known before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh that's an interesting interesting theme. Um. How long have you been involved in the festival? I think it's almost uh, seven years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so seven years. That's at least three editions of the of the biannual festival. I'm sure you've seen how to change. How do you foresee it uh, evolve in in the future? And uh, I don't know. Uh, we try to. I th- I think the world is changing very very fast. Uh, like last year, there's a film only three minutes. It's one shot films, 
it's also in the competition. What, like one take, no edit? Yes. <laughs> okay. So I was very surprised. Wow, this one shot and very short films can still have very strong power. So maybe in the future, everyone can make films by themselves. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's certainly an interesting film. <laughs> yeah. 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 So maybe in the future, documentary could could be more and more important for everyone, I think. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And certainly the proliferation of digital technology will, will make it easier and easier to, to access. Yeah, and, and some people will re relate reality with documentaries. Yeah. Mm, what do you mean? I mean, some people think documentary could reflect the reality, reflect the truth. But as you know, we have not a lot of fake news in, in yeah, in the TV, in social media. Right. So, if you, I, I would say that if you, uh, if you love to watch documentary, you can recognize what is fake and what is true. Yeah, it can. It's like a training to make you understand the media. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, interesting take. <laughs> uh, although, I, I, I like your definition, although one of the things you mentioned earlier is that documentary in itself could be fiction as well. Yeah. It could be something that people imagine or think of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, it certainly is a very dynamic medium. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds like you get a lot of work at hand to, 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 to do. Yeah. Um, mm. Is there anything else you'd like to um, tell our audience? Uh, uh, we, we are, now we are open uh, calls for the submission. Mm -hmm. So if you have films, no matter it's good or not, I think you can just check our website and apply for the competitions. It, and it's free. And we, we are looking for uh, to watch more and more interesting films interesting films yeah okay yeah that's very well said <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you have i covered all the bases i think so yeah. okay yeah 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 great thank you so much thank for you. your time thank you we certainly have gained a fair bit of insight from talking with mr lin however his concluding comment does leave me a little puzzled while being more open-minded in the selection process certainly is a positive sign when he said he considers imagined scenery shot on film to be documentaries as well, that's where his argument seems to run a bit thin. Documentary films have this inherent quality of being truthful since the scenes in the movies are recorded instead of constructed. So when he and his jury expand the definition of documentary films to include movies with imagined scenarios, I think there is simply an inadequate consideration to the nature of documentary and what it really represents. Being new and radical for the sake of being new and radical while foregoing the underpinnings of the documentary genre is something that could lead to reduced credibility. And even when a documentary does follow the traditional rules, there is still the question of subjectivity. Anyone who has edited a film or just watched many films in general knows that a filmmaker can dictate a movie's perspective and voice his or her own agenda behind the camera. Choosing what to film and what not to film, what to edit in and what to leave out in the final sequence can have a drastic effect of the final movie, 
and same goes for documentaries. So while it is important to see new movies and hear new voices, the audience needs to keep in mind that at the end of the day, a documentary often presents one or several sides of the argument, and that there could be many other sides of the story that's not shown. So Wan Lin said he hopes watching documentaries could help people discern real news from fake ones. He clearly hasn't considered the possibilities that truthfulness and falsehood should be a subjective conclusion based on the words or images of a movie, not a cold, hard, indisputable truth. Thank you for listening to Lights Camera Asia. I'm Jake Chen, and next week we'll continue our coverage of the Asian gangster movies. Please stay tuned, and I'll talk to you then.